Hey everyone, this is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart Coach, welcoming you to the podcast that helps entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. My mission is to free you from the struggle of how to bridge faith and business as a God-centered entrepreneur and to equip you to pursue success God's way. When that happens, we experience the joy of building a fruitful business that honors Him and serves His people. So let's get started. It's great to be back with you for our weekly dose, whether you're listening to this on the Hustle with Heart podcast or you're tuned in live on Success God's Way or on my YouTube channel. It is Sunday evening and we gather again for our weekly dose of Success God's Way. I have a tough topic for you guys tonight. Um, It's going to be a good one. It's going to be one that some of you can totally relate to and others are going to maybe take a little bit of offense to it. Uh, But I would ask you to be patient as we talk through this topic tonight of misdiagnosis. So sometimes in our entrepreneur walk, things don't go the way we want them to go. Maybe it's the time things didn't move as fast as we wanted them to. The people who said they were going to do business with us decide not to do business with us. The people who have been doing business with us decide to make a different decision. Maybe clients we had are no longer our clients or clients we thought we were going to get don't show up. And a lot of times on this journey, we have a tendency to diagnose that as we're not working hard enough. We haven't been working long enough. We're not doing the right things. Our belief is not strong enough. We're letting fear get in our way. Lots of different diagnoses for this. And the truth is that as God-centered entrepreneurs, what happens in our business, the results, the outcomes, whether we make progress or stand still because we're waiting for God to move, is up to God. And I think it really comes down to this idea of God is God and we are not. And there is certainly an element of control that we have in business. But if we are building a business with Christ at the center, giving our life over to him, giving our business over to him, putting him in the center of our business means that we give him control. And I'm just here to tell you that as a type A recovering driver and striver, that I don't like to give up control. I like to have everything planned. I like to have all my ducks in a row. I like to think of myself as organized. Some people would say OCD. Some people would call me a control freak. But the point is that oftentimes we will misdiagnose what's happening in our business and edge God out with our ego and not give him the room to do what he intends to do. And so tonight, I really want to dig into this idea of misdiagnosis, because I think we put a lot of energy and and reasoning and logic behind what is or is not happening in our business, when the bottom line is, it's just not God's timing, or sometimes it's just not what God intended for us. So let's dig in. First and foremost, we know and we can trust that the Lord has created us to be where we are 
at the right time in the right place for the right reasons. And we know this because in Acts 17, verse 26, it says, from one man, he made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. God did this so they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. And as some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. Guys, he has created us to be in the place we are at the exact time in history to make the impact that he's called us to make. But sometimes as entrepreneurs, perhaps before we put God at the center of our businesses, which is where I was for the first five years of my entrepreneurial journey, when it was all about me, or perhaps it's during the time that we've made God the center, but we don't keep him the center because things aren't moving at the pace that we want and things aren't turning out the way we want them to be. So we just think it's all right, God, I got this. I know exactly what to do. I have a system for what to do. I don't need you to worry about this, Lord. I'm going to go do this my way. And it is in those moments that I'm here to tell you that God gives us the free will and gives us the choice to do that. However, the speed at which we can move and the impact which we can make is greatly slowed when we get in God's way. A lot of times in business, it's easy to say, well, she's in her own way or she's overthinking it. That's a misdiagnosis sometimes. Um, you know, one of the things that's very popular to say is there's a crack in your belief. And I want to challenge you instead of worrying and spending a lot of energy on where is the crack in your belief to think about, is it actually that you're believing more in the Lord who created you, who goes out ahead of you, who has marked off this path before you, who has created you as his masterpiece, as it says in Ephesians 2.10, for good works predestined for you? Is it perhaps that there's not a crack in your belief, but that God is in charge and he's wanting you to let him lead you? As we've talked in the past, it doesn't mean that we don't take action, but we're in prayer and we're worshiping him and we're seeking him and we're listening to him and we're obeying him to say, whom shall I serve today, Lord? Versus I'm going to go out and call a hundred people. Again, not everybody's going to agree with this, but my point is, is that if our strength is, if, if, if his strength is made perfect in our weakness, if we can put him in the center and give him the full control, and if our strength and our belief is that he has created us as his masterpiece, as his workmanship, and that he already has predestined where we're going, then there no longer is a crack in our belief. It's just that we've shifted to believe in that force, that, that Lord who has created us. Sometimes we overdiagnose what's and misdiagnose what's happening in our business by saying something like, well, they just don't want it bad enough and they're not willing to do the work. I want to encourage you to step back before you make that comment about anyone in your business or in your organization and think about, is it that they're not willing to do the work or is it that their priorities are not the same as our priorities? 
are their priorities the Lord and what the Lord is calling them to do versus the priorities that you think they should have to get to a certain level that you think they should be? Because it's all God's timing. It's his results. It's his plan. You know, in Ecclesiastes, it tells us that there's a plan and a time for everything and that God is the one who creates the time. So if that's the case, are we misdiagnosing someone's willingness without really tuning into what is their priority? And particularly if they're a follower of Christ, because if they are, as a God-centered entrepreneur, their priority is where the Lord is calling them to go. So I want to take you to a few additional places in scripture tonight as we talk about this misdiagnosis. The first place I'm going to take you next is Galatians 1. So in Galatians 1 verse 10, it says, Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. So what does that mean for misdiagnosing what we think is or is not happening in our business? Well, the question is, whom are we trying to please as we work our business? Are we trying to please our leadership? Are we trying to please the people around us? Are we trying to prove something when God's love for us has been proven in the sacrifice of his son, Jesus? So if we're working for an audience of one, then really that's the only audience that matters. It's interesting. I'm flipping back to some notes that I took a couple of weeks ago um, when I was listening to um, the Beth Moore living proof. And one of the things that she said is, Oh, um, here we go. I live for an audience of one and you are not that one. Meaning the rest of the world is not that one. Only God is that one. So let's think about before we start to misdiagnose what's happening in our business, who am I striving to please or who am I aiming to prove that I can do this? Who am I doing the serving to impact? And where has God called me? I want to take you next to Hebrews. I'm going to skip over Philippians. Can I finish up with that Philippians verse that I have for you? But I want to take you to Hebrews 13.6. And 13.6, let me get to my page, says... So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? So sometimes in our business, we diagnose and misdiagnose what's happening as fear. Fear that people will say no. Fear that no one will follow us. Fear that no one will join our organization or no one will want to do business with us. Fear of what people will think of us. And sometimes that is true. But Let's not put all of our energy into diagnosing that fear when we're, we have no need for that fear. We are called to work, to walk in confidence as Christ-like. You know, the word Christian, as our pastor remind us, reminded us today, really means little Christ. So how are we showing up as Christ in our daily walk so that we have the Godfidence another word for confidence for us God-centered entrepreneurs to walk the walk that he's called us to walk so that fear is no longer in our way. You know, in 2 Timothy 1 verses 7 and 8, it says, for the spirit of God, 
The spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of ourselves as his slave or his servant. Join me, this is Paul saying this, in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. So what's the point? God did just did not give us a spirit of fear. He gave us a spirit of power, of love, of self-discipline. And what that means is, again, we don't have to walk around fearful of what others think of us, of us not showing up the way they thought, of us not misdiagnosing what's happening in our business because it doesn't look the way someone told us it would look. The only person that matters is God. So the last place that I want to take you is Philippians 1, 6. You may be familiar with this verse, um, but I want to leave you with this verse because it is one of many where we know that we can take strength and and have faith in the fact that God does come through with what he has given us to do. And that's, this is what it says. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. So what does this mean? This means that we don't have to diagnose what is or is not happening in our business, that we haven't reached a certain level or we haven't reached a certain number yet. Because we live in expectation that as his workmanship, he has predestined us for success and prosperity. He has given us the gifts and the talents and the skills. He has equipped us to do what he has called us to do, even when we don't feel qualified. I know you've heard me say this a million times and you've probably read it a million places, that God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. So even when we're not feeling up to the task, even when we're looking around us and our business is not going where we thought it would go and it hasn't reached where we thought we would be right now by this point for all the hard work that we're doing. And we start to think, well, I'm just going to work harder and I'm just going to talk to more people and I'm just going to work 24 seven. You guys, you can live in expectation that what God has called you to do, the purpose he has given you for your God-centered business will come to completion, but we have to get out of his way. And as chapter two of my upcoming book says that God is God and we are not. So I want to really encourage you just over the next week. It's a fantastic time to think about this because it's the middle of the month. So for many of us who have businesses that are month to month businesses, let's take a minute in the middle of this month and think about how we may be misdiagnosing what's happening happening in our business by stepping out in front of God and getting out ahead of him or perhaps taking a fork in the road that he didn't intend and see if the reason that we aren't where we thought we were going to be is not about a crack in our belief. It's not about fear. It's not about we're not doing enough or we're not doing enough of the right things, but that perhaps it's actually God's purpose that we are where we're supposed to be at this point in history, at this point in our business to make the impact that he has called us to make. And as you're thinking about that, 
I really encourage you to write it down. Get out your prayer journal. By the way, if you don't already have a prayer journal, I highly recommend that you have one. Um, you know, some people call it a gratitude journal. You certainly can write about what you're what you're grateful for. But I actually write prayers to God um, every single morning in my prayer journal beyond my business. But many times it is about my business. But my point is, write it down. And, you know, give, give yourself the time to get quiet with the Lord, to be still. You saw my post the other day about be still and know that I am God and all the different definitions of be still and know and I am God. And take that time to write out the question, Lord, where do you want me to be? Or Lord, why is my business not where I thought it should be? I promise you that if you turn to him, he hears you. And he will respond. It may not sound like a booming voice, but it may be through a song. It may be through a message from someone that you know. It may be through scripture that you read. It may be through a a podcast that you listen to. Maybe it's this podcast. Maybe it's some other one. But I promise you that he will respond to you. And I know that from my own experience. And you know that every time I come to you to share in our Success God's Way community or on this podcast or the blog or even in the upcoming book, it's based on my personal experience as I continue to progress. And I know of late, I have really been misdiagnosing what's going on with my business. And every single time I pray over, Lord, show me. He does. He answers in some way or another. So think about how you may be misdiagnosing your business. I'd love, love, love for you to get down here in the Success God's Way community or even in the comments on the podcast episode and tell us how you've been misdiagnosing your business. Tell us how you can look at this in a new way through God's insight versus our eyesight. Insight is my word for 2019. And how these scriptures remind you that you are perfectly placed, that you can live in expectation and with confidence that what he has called you to do, he will complete. And how maybe you've been misdiagnosing um, what's happening in your business and not really giving God the total control that he truly, truly um, deserves as our creator. So thank you guys so much. It is always such a joy to bring you this message. And um, please leave us a review for the podcast. If you're listening to that, please get on over to our the website, aaronharrigan.com uh, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And um, I will see you on Monday morning for our daily dose. See ya. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. If you'd like to book me as a speaker for your organization, or you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, visit AaronHarrigan.com or connect with me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach. Follow me on Instagram as Aaron Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word of Hustle with Heart by subscribing to this podcast, leaving us a review and sharing it with others.